When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Hank Haney Podcast. This is the second edition of Minnesota Tim Parashka co-hosting with Cousin Tyler. We got great reviews last week. And even if we got bad reviews last week, I was going to do it again anyways. You guys don't affect me that much. So Cousin Tyler, golf coach, he hits the ball 280 yards. He's got great talent on the golf course. Sometimes he hits the ball all over the place, but he gets under par often. Hits great shots. He's a decent putter, but uh, just an overall good golfer. And uh, he knows what he's doing out there on the golf course. He can share some golf tips. We'll typically do one golf tip of the day so you guys can improve your game. But all in all, we're just here, the average golfers. We're the average of the average. We laugh, we joke, we make fun of ourselves. Tyler makes fun of me more than I make fun of him because my golf game's worse. But uh, Tyler, how you doing? Good, Tim. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun today. We got uh, we got a great topic planned. Um, well, first, let me let me ask you this. So I've got a conspiracy theory, and I just want to touch base with you on this conspiracy theory first. So the PGA Tour is starting up again early January. And that's the tournaments are in Hawaii. The Sony Open is the second one, and the Century Tournament of Champions is the first one. And I'm just curious, you're going to Hawaii um, next week sometime, and my conspiracy theory is that you're involved in these tournaments somehow. Are you playing in either the Kapalua or Sony Open? I, I just want to ask you this first. Full disclosure, we can be completely honest. Are you going to Hawaii to play in these PGA Tour events? Um, well, you know, Tim, if I had your charisma and your confidence, 
<laughs> I think that I would be going to Hawaii fully expecting to play in those tournaments. Yeah. Um, given that I'm based in reality, uh, no, I'm not going to be playing in those tournaments. Are you saying that I don't base my golf game off reality? Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> but you insinuated it. Hey, I implied it, not insinuated. Okay, okay. Well, okay. So I guess we're taking shots at my golf game early, and I fully appreciate that. I can take it. I love it. It's funny. How would you describe my golf game? If I give you three words to describe my golf game and uh, or whatever words, how many words you want, you can describe it by a sentence. You can use three words, whatever you want. How would you describe the evolution of my golf game? How would you describe my golf game now? Um, I think I'm an average golfer. Sometimes I get in the 80s. Sometimes I get an 83 when I really got an 88. Sometimes I miscount and my score is higher than it actually is. But just curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I fully believe that your uh, golf game is, is, you know, on par, as they say, with the average golfer. I think the average golfer, if you look at the numbers, only hits the ball about 225 yards. Everybody has an inflated view of how far they hit it. Yes. Um, but I've seen you poke that. I've seen you poke it out there, 245, 250, and I've seen you <laughs> shoot the word. 90s. <laughs> I love that word, poke. I love, I love it. Say that word. Why? Yeah, you've, you've given the ball a good poke before. It's <laughs> yeah. um, a great descriptive word. <laughs> I've, seen you, I've seen you shoot in the 90s. I've seen you shoot in the 80s. Um, I've also seen you shoot in the 120s. You know, and that happens, that happens to the average golfer. So if I had to describe your golf game, um, I would say developing would be mm-hmm. one word. Long and lanky. It's been developing for years. We'll see if it ever well, is fully developed. It's ongoing. You know, we say progress, not perfection. And in your yeah. case, lots of progress. Um, yes. l- little perfection. and uh, Lots of cases for improvement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd say long and lanky would be kind of a second descriptor. Um, and perhaps a little bit unorthodox when I think of some of the shot selection that you use, particularly <laughs> around the green, out of bunkers. Um mm. I don't know how much in detail you want me to go there, but I've got, you know, lots of instances of you shooting uh, or using an eight iron on short sided chips, which (laughs) is a little bit unconventional. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of that one. So let's talk about that story real quick. We're at Shadowbrook. (laughs) We're playing at Shadowbrook run hole 15. You have to hit it over weeds, over a little pond. Um, I don't know how long is that par three, like 150, 160. Yep. That you would say. And anyway, I hit it left of the green and my chipping game's absolutely terrible. And all day Tyler's telling me use my 60 degree wedge, use my 60 degree wedge out of the uh out of the green side rough. And uh I pull out my eight iron because for whatever reason I feel like I have more control with my eight iron in the green side rough than my 60 degree wedge. And Tyler comes over, hits my shot, and he doesn't look at what club I'm using. <laughs> he comes over, takes the club I have in my hand hits the shot for me to show me what I should be doing. And then he hits the shot. It almost goes in. It hits the pin, lips out. And then he looks at my eight iron or or he looks at my club, sees it's an eight iron. And we both just die laughing. It was one of the more funny moments we've had on the golf course. I just couldn't believe it. Well, let's be very clear. I wasn't encouraging you to only use your 60 degree wedge. Um, I, but in this particular instance, when you only had about, six feet of green to work with short sided 
you've got a very small window in which you can land it. I was encouraging you to use a higher lofted club because, hey, it makes sense. But, you know, I think you've kind of got that like Michael Jordan mentality or something <laughs> like that, where when somebody tells you to do something that you should and you just want to disagree with them, um, you know, you're going to pull a different club and hit a different shot just to spite them. And, uh, you know, miraculously, you, you tend to pull it off. And uh, I don't remember if you pulled off the shot or not in that case. Uh, but there have been many times where you, you, you've taken a club where you shouldn't and uh, you pulled off a shot that most people wouldn't. I honestly think what happened in that situation is that I just took the shot that you hit. <laughs> I think I just pulled out my putter and then tapped in for par and after the shot you hit. <laughs> well, and I think usually when, when you hit a shot that you're, you're not supposed to or maybe I recommend one thing and you do another and, and you succeed in proving yourself right. I think you usually just give me the middle finger and and then move on. So, <laughs> yeah, that sometimes happens. All right. So when so our big topic of the day, we want to talk about our biggest pet peeves in the game of golf. And that's what we're going to get into next. But first, we're going to take a quick break on the Hank Handy podcast. Go to voodoopainrelief.com right now for a free two week supply of voodoo pain relief cream. This will help your aches. It will help your pains. It's a padded in product. And if you look at the products that you have in your cabinet right now, most products are not padded. in, And this return rate is less than one tenth of 1%. And if you look at other return rates around the country for similar products, there is no return rate close to Voodoo Pain Relief Creams. It is a successful product and it proves it and it will prove it to you as well. So go to VoodooPainRelief.com right now for a free two-week supply. F-R-E-E, free two-week supply. Pet peeves are next on the Hank Haney Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, everybody, we're back on the Hank Caney podcast. Cousin Tyler in Minnesota, Tim Parashka. We are cousins. We grew up together. We are the same age. Ty- Cousin Tyler was born two months before me. 
And um, so he's two months older than me. That's how that works. Uh, so we want to get into our pet peeves in the game of golf. We were texting last night talking about topics and cousin Tyler came up with a great topic. I wrote down average golfer testimonies and then cousin Tyler came with pet peeves. So Tyler, what's your biggest pet peeve on the golf course that you see here and there or often doesn't matter. Well, um, I don't know that I can limit it to one. There are a lot of pet peeves. Um, you know, I've got a little bit of a different perspective. Um, you know, owning a golf course, you, you get a lot of different clientele that come out and play. So there's certain things that customers do that, that bother you, you know, as a, as an operator. Um, but then, you know, you and I played a lot of different courses this year and got paired with different, uh, different types of people throughout the year. Um, but you know, the first one that, uh, I I think I want to talk about is, Sort of aimed at you, Timmy. You know, (laughs) whenever we take a cart, which again was not often this year, but whenever we take a cart, it just bothers me when people don't put their head covers back on their clubs. And so then you're driving and and your putter and your drivers and woods are just clanging around in the back. And I'm like, how hard is it after you hit your shot to just put your freaking head cover back on the club? Well, I get self-conscious about putting my head cover back on my club. That's why. Sometimes it takes me a little bit longer than I want. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I look like an idiot trying to get my head cover on and I can't get it on. So that's why I do it. I get self-conscious trying to get my head cover on. Well, I guess, you know, when I think about parts of the game to practice, I never thought of putting <laughs> putting your head cover on your club in the category of practice. But yeah. maybe maybe you should because... Here's the deal. I mean, Hank gave you this nice set of, of Callaway clubs. Oh, and, here's the guilt trip. Nice. You like know, it. and yeah. it's, you've got like a $1,500 set of clubs. How That's can like you just let them get but, chipped? You know. <laughs> How can you let them get damaged like that? Now, listen, <laughs> I get that before you had these clubs, uh, the clubs you had before, not worth putting the head covers on. In fact, probably more worth just letting them fall out of the, the, the cart completely and maybe breaking. Um, but with this new set of clubs, you got to take care of them. Yeah. I feel like I, I've done a better job at that. I mean, sometimes when, I don't know, so I don't, sometimes I fail to put the head cover back on my driver because I actually don't know how many drives I'm going to hit off the tee. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't hit it past the ladies tee, you might be taking it out again to re tee at the yeah. ladies tee. Yeah, and there's been situations where I've literally reteed in the fairway. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the driver's still in play. It's just better use of my time. That's okay. true. Keeping with the driver topic, keeping with the similar situation. One of my bigger pet peeves on the golf course, and when I was working at Shatterbrook a little bit uh, last summer. I saw this and I just like rolled my eyes and chuckled so hard inside. I was watching off the first tee at Shatterbrook and there's these golfers going out, of course, and someone went to the blue tees and I'm like, okay, they must be, they must be pretty good golfers. Blue tees are the back tees at Shatterbrook. And I'm like, okay, these guys must be pretty good. So I watched their first shots. Okay. I'm going to learn something here. (laughs) I'm going to learn something. And uh, there's these huge pine trees just off the right 
um, off the first tee at Shadowbrook, and they aren't hittable. If you like, it's pretty hard to hit them. Um, and anyway, these guys go to the blue, they tee off off the blue, and then they drill the pine tree to the right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys literally teed off from the blue. And the blues aren't that f- much further away from the whites, but still, to think that you're that good of a golfer to go to the blues on the opening tee shot and then hit a shot like that, that's one of my bigger pet peeves. Oh, well, yeah, this is a, you know, you said it working at Chatterbrook this year. This, when you think about pace of play and, and trying to get a bunch of golfers through during the day and you see golfers that suck playing from tees that they shouldn't be playing at. I mean, that first hole is 560 yards long from the back tees. And when you see them hit their first shot 40 yards to the right and 80 yards forward, you go, this hole's going to take them 20 minutes long. Yeah, yeah you have no idea how many co- uh, awkward conversations I've had to have, have with golfers where I'm like, hey, so it looks like uh, these tees might be a little bit far back from you. Why don't you try playing up a set of tees or two or three? How do they react to that? You try to get a feel for it first. You kind of try to get a feel for, are they new to the game and they just don't know any better? And so because other people in their group are playing the back tees, that's what they think they should play. Um, usually those that are that are new to the game, they're kind of appreciative. They're like, oh, I thought that I had to play back here. You know, they, so they understand. Um, but when you get people that think they're better than mm-hmm. they really are, uh, that, that one's a little bit more uncomfortable. That's not and, my problem, uh, at least. I know that's not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you know, and it's kind of along the same line. My pet peeve is, you know, when we get paired together, right? And let's say we get paired with a senior golfer or something like that, um, somebody who's not very good. And um, one, you know, I like to play the back tees. But when I play with you, I'll I'll usually, we'll usually compensate. I'll play one up from the back tees. Or maybe I'll play from the back tees on uh, on par threes or something like that. you know, there's no rule that says like, hey, you can only play from these teams the whole time. Like, it's fine if you mix it up. Um, so, but when you get paired with somebody and they normally would play from, you know, a set of forward tees and then because you're playing from maybe some further back tees, like, oh, I'll just play with you guys. No, don't just go, go up to your tees, hit your ball from up there, take your 60 yard advantage um, and play from there. Yeah, there was um, you mentioned pace of play for a moment there, and that was kind of a big topic of conversation that you just relayed. One of the big things that helped pace of play that I thought in 2020 was the fact that you needed to leave the pin in and on the greens when people aren't pulling the pin, putting it back for whatever reason. I thought that was a huge help to keep golfers moving on the golf course. Like what? Did you notice that or am I wrong on that? What are your thoughts? Well, no, you're right. I mean, at the start of the year, some courses had just put PVC pipe in. And so literally all you had to do was clang it off the PVC (laughs) pipe. And uh, man, your game improved significantly during that time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It ticks it. Hit it. That's it. That's right. Uh, I mean, rounds are getting through in like three hours and 20 minutes. That was awesome. But then, you know, we went to like the foam noodles or the cup lifters. And so pace slowed down a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I would say marginally it helps keeping the flag stick in, but the thing that affects pace of play the most that I just cannot stand is, um, these golfers that take four practice swings before oh. they hit the ball, especially yeah. like 
okay, I get it. If you've got a shot around the green where maybe it's a tight lie or it's a, a you know, short-sided pin or, and so you have to hit a unique shot. Like I, listen, I'm guilty of doing that around the green or I'll take some practice swings on a, on a touch shot. But when you're off the tee and the lie is the same every time, your practice swing sucked. Your third one sucked. Guess what? Your real swing is still going to suck. So stop taking three, four, five practice swings to try to master your swing in that short amount of time. You're slowing it down for everybody else. And it just is very annoying to watch. And you're making everybody else in your group frustrated. So, and the worst part is nobody understands it's them. They all think that they're not the slow yes. one. They think that everybody oh, else is the slow one. Yeah. And it's like, you guys get a grip here. <laughs> Take your one practice swing, find your target and hit your shot. All right. Yeah. You're not, you're not playing on the amateur tour. Um, you're not getting ready for the PGA tour. Just walk up, hit your ball, go find it and hit it again. That awkward moment when it's them, you know, when you're, when they're complaining about somebody taking forever and taking practice swings and then they're complaining about it. And then you're like, well, I think that's you as well. I had that the other day. I had a group, um, you know, we, we did a shotgun at Shadowbrook and there was a little bit of a mix up. So we had a group of six on that ended up being together and all the other groups were foursomes. And, but that group of six, they were fast, you know, they didn't take their time doing practice swings. So they were keeping up with the group in front of them, which was great. And then this group of four had come in at the clubhouse at the turn and they were like, oh man, yeah, it just takes a play is so slow. You know, people just don't understand that we're trying to get this in before daylight. They were following the group of six and they were a hole behind the group of six. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Those, those slow players. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Those people that are so unaware of the situation. It's like, how can you seriously be that unaware? If you're taking if you're the one taking four practice swings, it's not like there's something subliminally happening here. They're literally putting in the effort to take four practice swings. You know, if you're taking four practice swings or not. It's yeah. just amazing how unaware golfers are. You talked about shots around the green, and I want to tell you, and I want to talk to listeners about my signature shot around the greens, specifically in bunkers. It could be in tight lies. I want to talk about the best tip to getting out of difficult areas around the green. That's going to be next, and Tyler's going to give me some feedback on that tip. But first, go to HaneyUniversity.com right now. Hank has free daily golf tips available at HaneyUniversity.com. I saw Hank talking about the fundamentals last week. He's been talking about Tiger Swing, things that Tiger does on the golf course that nobody else does. Um, so there's just some great tips that you can take to the golf course. Um, and there's also fantastic deals for some winter golf gear if you need to practice inside. There's practice putting mats. There's um targets that you can hit into inside like a net or something like that and there's also an impact snap a range finder a push cart hank has all these deals available at haneyuniversity.com we'll be right back on the hank any podcast at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, everybody, we are back on the Hank Haney podcast. Cousin Tyler in Minnesota, Tim. So, Ty, I wanted to talk about my go-to tip around the greens. So when we're paired with somebody else, um, I did this when we were paired with the other Tim this summer, and I'm in a difficult bunker lie or difficult lie in the short side um, rough around the greens. A lot of times what I'll do is I'll have my club and my right or left hand. I think it's my, I want to say it's my left hand because that way I can follow through better. I'll have my club in my left hand and then I will explode through the ball, but I won't actually have the ball on the ground. I'll have the ball in my right hand and then I'll slow and I'll loft it onto the green, soft floated onto the green with my right hand and I'll put it next to the pin. One of my go-to tips on the golf course. Yeah, some people have a foot wedge. You you literally have a hand wedge where <laughs> yeah. when people aren't looking, you'll pick the ball up and you'll you'll uh you'll make it look like you are swinging and making contact with the ball and then you will literally just roll the ball yeah. onto the green, and, you know, through an explosion of sand or rough or something like that. And if uh yeah, if, if they aren't looking closely, they they aren't going to catch the fact that you did actually hit the ball that you just threw it. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of effort that goes into it. It's not like I'm being lazy and not pulling a club and not actually making the effort to swing it. I'm actually swinging the club to give the perception that I'm actually hitting the ball. So I don't want to think that people are thinking that I'm taking the lazy way out here. It actually is very stressful because I don't want that person to turn around and see me lofting it onto the next to the pin. And I mean, honestly, they should know anyways, because I never hit it that close to the pin in the first place. But then you and I get a good laugh afterwards. So it's all, it's all good. Well, it is always funny when, you know, you throw it onto the green and, and the people we're paired with don't notice that you just threw it. Oh, and then you're about three or four feet away and they're like, wow, you really hit a good shot there. You haven't <laughs> hit one like that all day. Yeah, you know, just my, it's just my shot. I had good feels. <laughs> Um, all right. Any other pet peeves that you have on the golf course as we wrap up? Um, yeah. Well, wear pants when it's 90 degrees. What are mm. you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, uh, I get if you're at a private club and they have rules where, um, you know, you have to wear pants or something like that. But when you're at a muni or, or a public course and it's 90 degrees, 
and you're out there in your pants, your matching pants and, and shirt, and um, you know, you're just sweating your balls off um, in the heat. Put on shorts, like oh, PGA professionals wear pants. Oh, yeah, guess I hate what? That guy. They they would wear shorts if they could. They've been pushing to wear shorts for years and years, and finally they can wear pra- um, shorts in practice rounds. And every single one take advantage of wearing shorts in practice rounds, except for maybe Patrick Reed. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on, stop wearing pants, put on a pair of shorts and, uh, just enjoy the game in some comfort. I cannot stand the PGA tour lookalike guy. The guy that goes out there, looks like a PGA tour pro talks like a PGA tour pro hits balls on the practice range, like a PGA tour pro, and then goes out to the first tee and then shanks one far right out of bounds. Yeah. just. I just didn't get a hold of that one. Just a little bit off. Yeah. Just, I hate those guys that go out there and act like they are the PGA tour pro. They look like them. They act like them, but they definitely don't play like them. That you, you nailed it on that one. Tim, if I ever am guilty of, of being that guy, you need to just let me know because <laughs> I can guarantee nobody's ever going to accuse you of being <laughs> yes. that guy. I don't know if anybody's ever seen a picture of how you dress when you golf. But uh, one thing they won't accuse you of is dressing like a PGA Tour pro. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, there's been instances where I looked at you at uh, YZ Country Club or at Burl Oaks. And I was like, wow, Ty, you're really dressing up today. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what's going on. <laughs> well, those are private clubs. I still wore shorts. <laughs> like, let's yeah, be clear true. about that. And I mean, I'm not going to look like a schmuck. Yeah, that's a good point. I, but I mean, I was so I'm so used to you showing up in sandals, taking your sandals off to hit shots, and then putting your sandals back on as we go on the cart. So I was just so, I was expecting you to show up like that, but you showed up. Hey, my game is nice. my game has changed just like yours. Yeah, it's true. It yeah, that's true. All right, you mentioned this one earlier, um, but people that think they hit the ball further than they actually do. This is this is the average golfer testimony right here. These guys think they hit it 280, 270. They're looking in the 270, 280 range. We all know somebody like this, but they're really hitting it 220, 230. This is my issue. So, Tyler, you poked it. You said I poke it sometimes 245, 250. Mm-hmm. I will say that I hit it 220 just so I'm not one of those guys that thinks they hit it 280. I just want to go down the complete opposite spectrum. Because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I mean, part of being somebody that's fun to play with is is coming to grips with reality and understanding your limitations, understanding what you're good at, what you're not good at. And uh, nobody nobody likes it when um, you, you try to give off the perception that you're that you're better than you are. And that's another pace of play thing too, where um, you, you tee off and you think. Oh yeah, I'm all the way up here. And so you spend three, four minutes looking for your golf ball in a place where you're not even close. Go back 50 yards. And it's always that uncomfortable moment of like, how do I tell this guy that his ball is not anywhere near that? <laughs> it's, it's 50 yards back. And then they always look so surprised. Like, oh my gosh, I really thought I got a hold of that one. <laughs> it's oh. out off the toe. <laughs> Oh, that one must have hit a tree and bounced back. (laughs) (laughs) That tree is way over on the right side. I'm like, there's no trees on this golf course. What tree would it have hit? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The egotistical idiot is just one of those guys. 
Honestly, you know, we talk about these pet peeves, but man, for whatever reason, these guys make the day at the golf course. They make the golf course what it is. They give you the laughs. They give you the conversations. They give you the topics. We all talk about people on the golf course, and uh, these guys are them. So they add an extra element. We're happy they're there, but uh, I mean, they could, they could, they could fix it a little bit. Well, Tim, don't tell, don't tell my wife, but sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes she thinks he hits it farther than she really does. He's like, yeah, my average drive is like 230, 235. And I'm like, no, honey, the LPGA Tour players, they average about 250 off the tee. You just started playing golf four years ago. Your average drive is about 195 to 200. So when just because you hit one 225 does not mean that your average drive. Just because you hit one with a 45 mile per wind and a downhill fairway. Doesn't mean that's your average. Right. Like yeah. I've hit the ball 350, but that doesn't mean that that's how far I normally hit the ball. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Whew. That is so good. All right, everybody. We're going to wrap up the Hank Candy podcast. Ty, any closing remarks, any closing thoughts as we finish our second episode? Well, together? I just got a, I just got a text from my wife that she overheard me talking about it. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go deal with this one. Hey, for the content you sacrificed. Cousin Tyler is Do it for all the content. in. Do it for the content. He is all in on the Hank Kenny podcast with Minnesota Tim. He's all in. He just sacrificed a difficult conversation um, on the Hank Kenny podcast for a very difficult conversation after the Hank Kenny podcast. We'll hope <laughs> Tyler comes out alive. We'll hope we'll hope he can make it through this difficult situation um, in his life. Let's all pray for Tyler as he enters through a different room and um, faces the wrath potentially so this is a great tease will cousin tyler make it to episode three of minnesota tim and cousin tyler this is going to be great hopefully he can let's pray for him let's hope for the best but all in all thank you cousin tyler thank you cousin tyler's wife for adding insight into the hank candy podcast and uh, for letting us make fun of you all right, everybody, take care, stay safe. Follow the Hank Haney Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Hank Haney, at Great Predictor One, and at Tim Parachka. Hit bombs, make putts, leave the flag stick in because play is faster and it's a statistical advantage. We'll talk to you next time. Given that I'm based in reality, uh, <laughs> no, I am not going to be playing in those tournaments. Are you saying that I don't base my golf game off reality? Hey, you said it, not me. (laughs) But you insinuated it. Hey, I implied it, not insinuated. Sometimes I fail to put the head cover back on my driver because I actually don't know how many drives I'm going to hit off the tee. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you don't hit it past the ladies' tee, you might be taking it out again to re-tee at the ladies' tee. Yeah, and there's been situations where I've literally reteed in the fairway. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the driver's still in play, and then they always look so surprised, like, "Oh my gosh, I really thought I got a hold of that one. <laughs> hit that oh. one off the toe. <laughs> oh, that one must have hit a tree and bounced back." <laughs> <laughs>
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.